Week number seven of the NFL here on the pylon. Welcome in to the pylon here on Impact NFM, your source for all NFL talk here on WDBM Sports uh, on the base in the basement of Holden Hall. We got a little light crowd today. We got Oscar taking an exam, so good luck to him and Josh, who should Josh Ryapan, who should be back next week. So we got Jack David and Matt Corey here. Uh, good to see you guys. How are we all doing? I'm good. How are you, Jay? Good. We got a lot of NFL to get to on this rainy Thursday afternoon, uh, this rivalry week edition, yeah. I guess, for college edition. But mm-hmm. this is an NFL talk podcast. We got a lot to get to uh, on a kind of a weird NFL week yeah. last week. We, a lot I mean, of we had unders, a lot of bad play. A lot of terrible play, a lot yeah. of bad coaching decisions. I mean, we can start off with the Browns and the 49ers. That game where P.J. Walker got the start because Deshaun Watson is still injured. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, they were able to get the win over the five and zero San Francisco 49ers on a game or game losing field goal by uh, former Michigan kicker uh, Jake Moody. So I mean, Jack, I'll start with you. I mean, the Browns, the Browns defense—they're looking really good. They are, Jim Schwartz. I think yeah, they're definitely the best defense in the league from the front to the back. They got players all around. Obviously, you got Miles Garrett. Uh, I mean, there's just names all over that defense. So. They, I mean, they won him the game. I mean, P.J. Walker had 192 yards, two interceptions. It's not like the offense won him, won him that game for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, I would say his first really, like, I would say, like, straight-up bad game in the NFL. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, a, I mean, that's... he did not play well. I think, oh. you know, I mean, he's, he's still, I think he's still kind of finding his stride. You know, everyone, like, after that Sunday night game, is like, oh, he's going to win MVP. Mm-hmm. He's just not there yet. I mean, no. he's he is Mr. Relevant for a reason, the last pick in the draft. Didn't really play that well. Gets a very good Browns defense. That yes, is the top good. of the National Football League. I mean, you got Miles Garrett. You got a lot of playmakers on that defense. And, I mean, they're looking – I mean, if when Watson goes back, I mean – the Browns, I mean, with that defense, I think could be they a could carry wild him. card team. Yeah, maybe a, maybe a division winner. I still think maybe the Ravens can take care of that. Anybody could win that division. Or the Bengals right now, if so. the Bengals get right, um, which they did against the uh, the Seahawks. But it is kind of up in the air. Uh, but I mean, that defense looked really good. So I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, how that all shakes out going forward. Yeah. But another upset: the Jets upset the Philadelphia Eagles, another undefeated team. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, no Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's gonna be out still for. I mean, he's he was actually throwing on the on the sidelines, which so, is yeah. This is what we're seek five six weeks out from the Achilles tear, and he's standing throwing a ball on the field. So that's that's great to see for the Jets. No, yeah, he. I mean, yeah, throwing a ball on the field. I mean, only a month removed from that Achilles tear. I mean, I guess that's a little encouraging. I don't know if he comes back this year, but. If they miraculously make the playoffs, maybe. But other than that, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think. Maybe if it's like a must-win game, maybe he does come back. They inject him with painkillers like they always do with yeah. him, and uh, maybe he does play. But nonetheless, the Jets' defense, you know, just magnificent once again. Another great defense taking down an undefeated team. I mean, the, the, Jets yeah, here. the defense is kind of what it's been this week. I mean, you got the, the Jets' defense is also really good, mm-hmm. only held, holding the Eagles to 14 points. And, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts didn't look his best against the Jets to, uh, on Sunday, throwing three interceptions, 280 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, I don't know. It's just Jalen Hurts, like, he, obviously he's good, but he's, it's a little concerning to me right now. I mean, he's got seven touchdowns, seven – he's got seven interceptions already. I mean, that's a little, that's a little concerning. Yeah, that is pretty concerning. I – 
it's tough for me to say because I have felt like this Eagles uh, offense has been kind of a shell of, of its 2022-2023 uh, former self last year. Uh, the loss of Shane Steichen is big for this I agree. offense. Uh, I don't worry about Jalen Hurts. I mean, it was just a, just a bad game for him against a good defense. I'm sure he'll get it all wrapped up. I mean, they got he's got playmakers all over the place on that offense, so I wouldn't worry. Um, but, yeah, do we – do we need to worry about this Jets team for a playoff spot? I uh, There's a lot of great teams in the AFC, so I lean towards no, but if Zach Wilson can just be serviceable, don't be terrible like he's have has been in the past. No, yeah, he's looked it could I be mean, in the home. Wilson's looked decent. I mean, this season hasn't been great so far for him, but no. over the last couple of weeks actually he's actually been decent. I'm looking at this AFC's at the AFC standings right now. He got uh, I'm just looking at the wild card teams. They got the Steelers at three and two. Browns. I think the Browns could be a really. I'm sorry. I, I would take the Browns over the Steelers. I'm really sorry, I would Jack. Probably too. Yeah. Just because of their defense. So I'm. You got the Browns and then you got the Bengals. I mean, the AFC North is very Loaded. good. Um, and then the AFC West, nobody really. And then I look at the AFC East. You got the Bills. So you got the the Browns as the one wild card. I think the Bills, another one. I think would be one. And then. The Jets, I mean, do you think the Jets have fit into this picture here? And because, you know, the the Colts, not really. The Texans, probably not. I do think the Jets have a little bit of a scenario where they could get in here. Yeah, there is definitely a scenario, but there's a there's a lot of AFC teams uh, in that wild card picture that, uh, frankly, have a quarterback <clears throat> better than Zach Wilson. I mean, most teams in the league have that. Right. So that's why I... I think they're, they'll be in the picture, and if the defense keeps playing well, they'll be in the picture for the season. But I don't know. With, with Zach Wilson, I just, I'm just not so sure. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that, Matt? Um, I kind of agree with you. Um, I don't know that the Jets really have that great of a chance. I mean, they're sitting at 500 right now, but offense is, I mean, it's not been great. Mm-mm. And you can't really just rely on an elite defense to carry you throughout the entire season. I know the whole saying like defense wins championships and stuff, but if you don't have, if you have a barely functioning offense that's mediocre at best, I don't think mm-hmm. that that's going to be able to hang with. I mean, um, they play. I'm trying to look at their next few games. I mean, they got Giants, Chargers, Raiders. Then they have the Bills and Dolphins who, um, I mean, hey, they did beat the Bills, but this one's I, in Buffalo. I don't know if they can sustain that level of success on the defensive end to the point where their offense can kind of get blanketed by mm-hmm. that defense. I mean, they beat. The Eagles on a bad day. It was their first loss yeah, of the season. Um, it kind of, um, yeah. What am I trying to say here? But uh, I'm not sure. No, um, I understand. Like, I mean, I'm looking at this Jets schedule. I mean, you got the bye week coming up, and then you got the, a bad Giants team. Mm-hmm. You host the Chargers, who are which who very knows winnable. what they're going to be like when you Such play an them. Unexpected the Chargers. I mean, they're very. I mean, just co- just because Brandon Staley's a moron, but yes. More on him in a little bit because he's just – he. some of his coaching decisions just continue to baffle me. I mean, this Chargers team is really talented, but we'll talk about them a little bit. And then – so you get, you host the Chargers, um, and then you got the Raiders. That's a very winnable game. And you got, like you said, Matt, they're at Buffalo. That's kind of tough. And then 
you got the Dolphins and the Falcons. I mean, these are some games where, I mean, it gets a little tough at the end of this year, but, I mean, look, I mean, I like this Jets defense a lot. Zach Wilson is, as long as Zach Wilson doesn't make the mistakes, they're, they can definitely win a lot of football their, games. That's the key for them. Just don't um, yeah. turn the ball over. Definitely. I mean, yeah. you, you saw what they kind of did last year. They got off really, they started off really hot, and then they kind of faded just because, you know, you, you had you had those type of Zach Wilson performances where he just wasn't very good. So we'll have to see where that We'll see where that goes. On to the NFC North, the Detroit Lions. Matt, your Detroit Lions are rolling right now. Defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-6, to being those Buccaneers with the cream school uniforms, mm-hmm. which I love. Those are <laughs> those some are of the best uniforms in the NFL. Field. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that was a, a beatdown, 20-6. Uh, to 6. Mayfield just didn't really, didn't really look his best under that. I mean, the Lions, they have, I mean, their offense is really good, but their defense is starting to creep up toward that top 10, top 5 range. I mean, this... This is like one of the best teams in the NFL territory right now. I mean, Matt, I'll start off with you. How how exciting is it to be a Lions fan? Five and one for the uh, what was the last time the Lions were five and one? I think it was two thousand eleven, right? In a long time. <laughs> um, I mean it's great. I mean, this team's just kind of rolling right now. Five and one. Um and it seems like every week they're just kind of getting better and better, it looks like. Especially like you said, on the defensive end, they're just They've really pulled it together. That defense was going to be good, but now they're proving that they are a very good defense. Um, holding a Buccaneers team to six points in Tampa, it, I mean, it was just pretty impressive. Like, in general, they have a big game this weekend against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Me a good game. I'm a little worried about that, Um, not going to lie. I'm not worried about it in like regards to the rest of the season, but I do feel like if they're gonna drop a know, game, one of their next the few games, that might be the one. But yeah, I think that they're just they just keep ascending, and they're they're kind of handling every game like a playoff game. It feels like it feels like every game just means something mm-hmm. to them because this is a Detroit team that hasn't really been in this position in. A, over a decade, yeah, hundred percent, quite a long, long time. time. And uh, but yeah, their their offense. We saw Jameson Williams with that big connection. Yeah, that was nice to see. Um, Montgomery is going to be out for a few weeks. We're it'll be interesting to see how they adjust to that. How they utilize Gibbs. Um, instead, I mean, obviously they have Reynolds as well. So. Both pretty solid running backs, and yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see how the season progresses. Yeah, it's it's crazy to say that uh, in the year 2023, the Lions might be the best team in the league. Honestly, I we'll get into it uh, later, a bit later about who are the best uh, five and one teams. But yeah, this Lions team is just it. They're complete. I mean. They remind me of the of this year's Niners and that just on both sides of the ball they're just great. You got Jared Goff who had 353 yards. It's really good, right? Really now. great I mean, game for him. Yeah. I mean, dark horse MVP candidate, seriously. Yeah. Amon Ra's great. Like get Jameson in the offense who's just and explosive, so that's dangerous for any team trying to game plan him. I mean, obviously they lose Montgomery for a bit, which is going to sting. I think they're going to get Gibbs back for the Ravens game, do you know that for sure? I believe so. So that um, that'll help. Obviously, like Gibbs is a much different back than Montgomery, mm-hmm. but I think Craig Reynolds could maybe take over Montgomery's role uh, slightly. 
But yeah, I mean, big game in Baltimore. That's shaky, but truly the rest of their schedule, I mean, late December, they, they're in Dallas, but other than that, I'll, I'll rattle them off. Uh, Raiders at Chargers, Bears, Packers at Saints, at Bears, Broncos at Vikings, at Cowboys, and then the Vikings. Yeah, a lot of legitimate 12, 13 win like team. And I think they'll reach that mark. I mean, this is yeah, definitely exciting I mean, stuff in Michigan this I year. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you mentioned Jared Goff. He has looked really good this this year. Uh, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, throwing for over 1,600 yards. I mean, with a rating of 105.1, I mean, this he's looked really, really solid for this team. More, more, Not even solid, like really good. And we didn't expect this when he initially got traded. We think, okay, this will, this guy will be a placeholder a bridge. for our next quarterback. And no, I mean, is there a chance? I mean, he can definitely like get a contract extension with this team because he's playing like I think he should at this point. He's playing twenty eight or uh, what was the other one? The Super Bowl. Uh, it was a it, it was the year twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen twenty eighteen that area where golf just played really well. Oh, for yeah, for yeah, the for the Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he looks really good right now. So we'll have to see. Um. How that how, how the rest of the season goes, but the Lions look really good right now. On the Cowboys, Chargers, Monday Night Football, uh, definitely a a game between Interesting. one of the games of all time. It definitely sure. was <laughs> a game be, between two coaches who really just don't know what they're doing. Um, you know, you got Dak Prescott, two seventy two, one touchdown in the Cowboys twenty to seventeen win. Cowboy, uh, Prescott actually looked much better in this yes, game. Uh, he connected yeah. a lot of his throws, um, specifically to one. He was like it was kind of like a fadeaway. Pass to Brandon Cooks for the touchdown. I thought that was pretty nice to see from, you know, he, you know, he struggled last Sunday night and that kind of picks up where he left off. I mean, I I just want to go to the Chargers side. I mean, how disappointing is this Chargers team? How 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 if I could talk? How disappointing is this Chargers team right now? Because you got a lot of talent and I just feel like you're they they have lost so many close games. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous at this point. Um, it's ex- <laughs> I mean it's. Extremely disappointing yeah. to watch. Um, I mean, I'm not really like a Chargers fan or anything, but I have been watching their games. I've been regularly watching their games to see what they're going to do wrong. And I have not been disappointed yet <laughs> to see what that's them doing the it. wrong things. I mean, just watching that offense, it's like, it's, it's like watching paint dry. You have so many amazing yeah, weapons. Yeah, I mean, some really good talent on that offense. And you're just, mm-hmm. I don't even know. You know, on both sides of the ball, they got talent. Yards. They got talent everywhere, and yeah, they it's... can't figure it out. No, yeah, definitely. It's I just don't understand because, you know, you got all this talent and you got a good defensive line with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and those guys. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. Like the amount of close games they've lost is absolutely ridiculous. And you know, Justin Herbert, not a great day. I mean, he. Really bad day for him, honestly. If my, if my thing can load, if my uh, box score could load, he two twenty seven, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm just looking at Austin Eckler, fourteen carries for for twenty seven yards. Can't win with obviously that. that Cowboys defense is really good, uh, but they mm-hmm. weren't able to run the football. So, I mean, I guess the main point I'm getting here is, I mean, do you think do you guys trust the Cowboys down the road here? I mean, does this win kind of light a spark in them or not really? No, not no, really. It I don't. I agree. No. It's, if you keep having Dak Prescott as your quarterback, obviously you're not going to move off him. So, but 
you're just not with Dak. It just it's not going to happen with him and uh, McCarthy. I don't yeah, I don't definitely. like it for them. Not, yeah, not I think bit. I think they can be kind of just an average every year. Dallas Cowboys. It'll team. be similar They're to what not it was bad, last year, but they don't right. really have any path to contend for anything. No, yeah, it's definitely. No, I agree with both those points. So, on to our kind of our, a little bit of a different topic because it is. It, believe it or not, it is week seven in the NFL. It's kind Getting of close I mean, to the midseason here. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty crazy. I mean we're we're already in week seven. I feel like the season started yesterday. So we're doing like a we'll do like a little midseason awards show kind of. Uh, we did this a lot last year um, with our former host Michael Markach, and we had a lot of fun with it. We we talked about the MVP, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and coach of the year. So we're gonna do it here. So. I guess I'll start with you, Jack. Who are your four awards for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year? You got so for MVP, I'm definitely gonna have to go with uh, Tua Tungavailoa. He's leading the league right now in uh, in um, passing yards. He's the captain of the best offensive team in the league, maybe the best team in the league. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that right now he would be leading the MVP vote. Uh, for offensive player of the year, I think you go right over to his uh, his wide receiver. I think Tyreek Hill uh, is would probably be my offensive player of the year. Him or I, Christian McCaffrey is right up there too. He's been so important to that 49ers offense. You saw what happened to their offense when he got hurt against the Browns. It just stopped. Uh, defensive player of the year, I this I might sound like a homer, but he has eight sacks. So I'm going to go with T.J. Watt. Uh, he's the best player and one of the best defenses in the league. He's killing it. I mean, he's on pace for, I think he has a chance to maybe break the sack record this year. So I'm going to go with TJ Watt there. And then for coach of the year, uh, it's hard for me not to say Dan Campbell. I mean, he's he's got those Lions playing great ball right now. So I'm going to show you something, Jack, right here. I made a list prior to the podcast of my picks and – they are pretty much identical to yours. To the same. So yeah. he's two MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, CMC. Defensive Player, TJ Watt. And then Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell. Well, there you go. I mean, it's Great just... Great minds think alike. Right now, the MVP race is kind of wide open, but yes, just from, very wide open. you know, kind of statistically and the eye test alone, I mean, Tua's looked Yeah, definitely. I mean, solid. Tua, I... I also agree Tua is my MVP right now. It, uh, barring injury, he is playing some great ball right now. Um, I, I just look at that offense. He's been, I mean, he's been connecting a lot of uh, good passes to Tyreek Hill. I'm just looking at his stats, 1,800 yards, 14 touchdowns, and five interceptions. That's, I mean, he's on pace for, he's definitely on pace for 5,000 yards. Yeah, and over 40 over, touchdowns, which is. Which is absolutely nuts. I mean, if he is healthy, because, I mean, last year he did deal with a lot of Concussion issues, which was tough, but you know when he's on the field, he is a very, very fun talent to watch, especially with all the weapons he has. Offensive player of the year, I'm going Tyreek Hill. Um, th- this guy, I feel like, always puts up over 100 a, a week. He's a fantasy machine, and I he is one of the best receivers. He is the best receiver in the league right now. I think Jefferson does catch up to him when he's healthy, but right now it's Tyreek Hill. Defensive player of the year. I'm going to go uh, T.J. Watt as well. I think Miles Garrett's catching up to there, but I'm going to go T.J. Watt. And then Coach of the Year, look, Dan Campbell's a great choice. Oh, man. this is I feel like this is an all-Dolphins one. I'm going Mike McDaniel. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Oh. I mean, I mean, w- w- if they win this division, I mean, 
I have to give it to McDaniel because of what his offense has been able to do, how creative he is. Um, you know, the Bills were the favorite to win this division, and the and the Dolphins look really good right now. Um, so I'm going Mike McDaniel, but Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell's a very close second. So I mean, we'll have to see. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun kind of second half of the season for in terms of those kind of awards. So uh, on to the rest of the NFL. We're gonna talk about brief, for briefly here. Uh, five five and one teams. Um, I guess Jack, I'll start with you. Who are who do you like out of this these five and one teams, and who do you think? I got. I don't know how to phrase this, but like win the Super Bowl, I guess, out of that group. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I would say probably probably your Super Bowl winner is going to be one of the, one of these five. The five right now is the Lions, Eagles, 49ers, Chiefs, and Dolphins. So all the best teams in the league right now, like I said, I think, I think your Super Bowl winner is going to come from this bunch. If I had to pick who I like the most out of them, I would still take the 49ers. I know the Cleveland game was rough. Brock Purdy didn't look great, but... They didn't have McCaffrey. They didn't have Debo Samuels. And it's the NFL. You're going to lose games. They were a Jake Moody missed kick away from still winning that game after everything that went wrong for them. They have one of the best coaches in the league. I mean, the best roster in the league for sure. I can just go on and on about the talent, the plethora of talent they have offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this last week. It was, Obviously, didn't pay an out. I said I thought they could go undefeated. That well, they're not going to anymore. But I do think fifteen and two, sixteen and one, still in sights for them. So yeah, for right now, I think the 49ers are the best, and I would still take them probably as my Super Bowl winner. Um, hmm. I was I was high on the Eagles pretty much all year long leading up to this week, but I think that they showed kind of a glaring weakness on the offensive end. Mm -hmm. Um, I do still think they're good. I think they have, you know, the talent and the experience to make a good good playoff run, Mm -hmm. but I am going to have to agree with Jack with the 49ers being my favorite 5-1 team, despite, you know, being a Lions fan kind of hurts to say, but... (laughs) 49ers, when fully healthy, can beat just anyone in the league. Oh, I agree. I mean, that they, I mean, I, any given Sunday, Jack, right? I mean, yeah. everyone thought this team was, I mean, after the beatdown against Dallas, they would go, you know, 16 or, you know, 16 and 1, and then they, they lose to the Browns. So it's really any given Sunday. But no, I have to agree with, I don't mean to be the boring guy here, but I'm going to have to go with, I agree. I mean, San Francisco is the most talented team, team in this in the league. I mean, you got CMC, you got Debo. Um, and you got a really good defense. Fred Warner's also a, def- a good candidate for defensive player of the year. Yes. For, we forgot to mention uh, the best middle linebacker in the league right now. Uh, Bar none. Um, Not really And close. then you got, you got Nick Bosa on that on that defensive line. They got a lot of guys on that defense, and they're just so talented. It's just, it comes down to Brock Purdy's consistency. Is he going to be able to put together these performances week after week and not have the dud like he did in Cleveland? That remains to be seen, but I, I – I trust Kyle Shannon enough to to see you know, that they're gonna they're gonna be that Brock Purdy is gonna be able to put together better performances. So I mean I like the 49ers a lot. We'll have to see. Um, on to the pick'em. We got a lot of good games this week. A pretty boring week last week, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I really hope these slated games are much better than last week because just a lot of bad penalties, coaching errors, just a lot of injuries too. 
Um, yeah, just not a good week for the, in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this is much better this week. So we're going to start off with Thursday Night Football tonight. Um, tonight, because we're recording on a Thursday. Jaguars at Saints. Uh, Saints are a two-point favorite. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to play tonight with that uh, knee injury. And I'm going to take the Saints in this game just because, look, I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence coming off the injury, only you know, f- only a four-day recovery time on Thursday Night Football. I'm going to go with the Saints here at home in the Superdome. So give me the Saints minus a two. I will take the Jags plus two. Um I know it's this is a pretty good Saints defense, uh, and it is in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think a, a factor of the fact that Jacksonville is actually no wait. I was gonna say that they're coming back to the states, but they've been they've been back over here. I'm thinking of the Ravens. Sorry, um, but yeah, I mean, not really looking forward to watching this game. The under over is forty and a half, and uh, everybody in America is hammering that under right now. So. Yeah, what was, I, it, what was the over under you said? Uh, Forty and a half. Wow. So, <laughs> really, really low. Um, we know the Thursday night football dud because Thursday night football sucks. So. Always does, and this one's going to be the same. It's, it's just going to be boring. I could see like a seventeen to thirteen final. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I'll take I'll take Jacksonville just because they have Trevor Lawrence because he's better than Derek Carr. Um, I'm also going to take the Jags, plus two. I just, I don't know. I mean, both teams have their weaknesses, but I feel like if we're going to go by that, the Jaguars might have a little bit better of a team, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Neither of them have really proved too much to anyone yet. No, so, not yeah. really. Yeah. Next up, uh, kind of a big matchup in the 1 o'clock slate. We got the Lions, who are three-point favorites, traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh, you know, this is a Ravens team that, you know, it's a little skittish. I mean, they, they're, I just think they're just a little inconsistent. You, know, you lose to the Colts, um, and it was, I think it was like a month ago. And then you, you lose to the Steelers 17 to 10, and then you go to the London to take care of business against the Titans. You know what? This is tough. I'm going to go the Ravens here, um, at home. I just think Ravens plus three, uh, you know, both two really good teams, but I think Ravens have the edge this week. Um, yeah, give me the Ravens. Uh, this is this is this is a really tough one. Um, I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Ravens to win. Um, Lions here, to cover. And I think it's gonna come off another. Because the last time the Ravens and the Lions played, Justin Tucker nailed that 66 yard field yes, goal. Correct. Ouch. I think Justin Tucker will. It won't be 66 yards, but will again nail a last second field goal to win the game is going to be super close both teams are going to be play really well uh lions will lose the game but they are it'll they'll show the world that we're still here we're not going away anytime soon hmm <laughs> i was hmm i was thinking that i was going to be different but by, by picking the ravens i Thought about it, but now that everyone's picking the Ravens, might as well ride. I might ride the Lions. I thought that the. I mean, I do think, genuinely, that this could be one of their sneaky, just hiccup games. That I I wouldn't even say it's Mm -hmm. like sneaky. This is a a pretty good Baltimore team in Baltimore. Baltimore. Like this is if you guys win, this would be one of the honestly best wins in the league. So, yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Lions. I mean, I. I do think that they are the better football team, but I have been kind of bracing myself for somewhat of a kind of a dud, maybe. But 
Any if they come out like they've played all year, they can win this game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So now we got uh, another. This is the opposite of a good game. We got the Raiders <laughs> at the Bears. No Justin Fields in this game with that uh, that thumb injury they suffered against the Vikings. We got the Raiders. Jimmy G's uh, status is up in the air, so Brian Hoyer might be starting. It's going to be battle of one veteran quarterback who's bad and another who's who's a rookie who's undrafted. So. Oh man, oh. <laughs> I what do you say to this game? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm gonna go with the Raiders here. Um, you know, Brian Hoy's a veteran; he's not very good, but I mean, the the Bears are so banged up. I just feel like the Raiders just have more skill position players in this game. So I'm gonna go Raiders minus the two and a half. What say you? Uh, yeah, I will take the Raiders as well. I mean. Both of these quarterbacks that are going to be coming out for these teams, both of them are bad, but like at least Brian Hoyer's experience. We talked about the uh, under-over on the Jags and Saints game. The under-over on this game is 37.5, and, and I would probably hammer the under. I mean, I don't think the Bears get out of can get to double digits, and I don't think the, the Raiders would get that far away from double digits. So I could see like a... Um, I don't know, like a weird score, maybe like a fourteen to eight final score or something like that. But yeah, I'll take I'll take the Raiders. Uh, I'm also gonna go Raiders. Um, I think the Bears just right now kind of don't have too much without Justin Fields. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Next Simple up, we got in the late window, we got the Steelers traveling across the country to LA to take on the Rams. You know, Jack. I picked the Steelers to upset the the Ravens a couple weeks ago. I can't do it this time just because it's at on the road. I just mm-hmm. I don't like st- the Steelers on the road. So I'm gonna go Rams minus the three here. Um, it's gonna be a close game though. So give me the Rams barely minus the three. Uh, I think this game could very easily be a push with the Rams winning by by like a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is tough. This is really tough because. This is coming off a bye. Tomlin's always great off a bye. But this Rams team is just simply better than the Steelers. I mean, they got better coaching, especially offensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, I. it's going to be hard for me to do this, but... It's taking the Rams. Just go with your gut or your heart? I'll go with the Rams <clears throat> minus three. So, yeah, I mean, that that is a good point you mentioned. Uh, Tom off of a bye is really good. I just – cross the country on the road. Maybe the bye does help a lot, but, I mean, I just feel like the Steelers on the road just don't – they just have the, have those games and maybe – and the Rams aren't as bad as people think. No, especially and, coming into this year. I thought this yeah. game could be a kind of a layup for them. Will not be. Yeah, I mean, but. you got Cooper Cup back and you got Puga Nikos still doing his thing, so we'll have to see. Uh did you make your pick yet, man? Uh, no, not I'm yet. Sorry. I was going to say, uh, Jack, you're a bigger man than me for picking against them. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to have to also go with the Rams, though. Just, I mean, yeah. it's just. So we're all going with the Rams. Uh, that's, yeah. I mean, I would have taken the Steelers if it was at home. But, I'm hoping, uh, like, some reverse psychology yeah, happens definitely. here. I say the, the Rams are going to win, the Steelers win, mm-hmm. so. The Sunday night game, uh, very good one, unlike the one last week between the Bills and the Giants. You got two teams. Um, well, one's not undefeated anymore, but the Dolphins, or yeah, but the Dolphins and the Eagles. The Eagles are two and a half point favorite in Philly. 
Uh, both these teams, I mean, this could be a, maybe a Super Bowl preview. I mean, both these teams Possibly, are kind of yeah. in that contention right now. Uh, I'm going to go Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are playing better football right now. The Eagles just are concerning me right now. Jalen Hurts doesn't really look the same. The offense doesn't look the same. Um, and the Dolphins are just on another lo- on another level right now. If everyone's healthy, they're they're the best offense in the NFL, hands down. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins here, uh, plus the two and a half. Yeah, on the road. I I think this game could get really the score could be high because I don't love uh, Philadelphia secondary. I don't know mm-hmm. what what they would do with Tyreek Hill. I mean, nobody in the league really knows what to do with him. And then even the Dolphins defense. Not that great either. So I think Philadelphia offensively will have a little bit of a bounce back from last week. So I think it'll be high scoring. Um, I think Philadelphia is going to come in here and just be honestly, just because it's in Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, I'll take the Eagles. But this is going to come down to probably the probably the final drive. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins plus two and a half. Um, that's a it's going to be a great game. It's just, I cannot wait to watch this one. It's going to be high scoring. I hope if not, it might be, I might be a little disappointed. <laughs> I hope it is. But yeah, I mean, the dolphins just look like a more complete offense. Um, the Eagles can't really seem to quite get it together yet. Maybe they'll hit their stride. Maybe they won't, but yeah, dolphins just are looking too good to pick against. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's gonna be a really fun Sunday night game. I mean, I don't think we've. I mean, we obviously we we got the 49ers game a couple weeks ago, but that was a blowout. Hopefully, we get a really good Sunday night game because like the I feel like most of them have been yeah, kind been of bad. Dust. Agreed. We'll have to see. So, I think that's gonna do it for this episode of the Pylon Week Seven Edition. We should have a full crew back back next week with Oscar and Josh back. So, we'll have a full crew hopefully, and we get to talk more NFL action. But you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast should be uploaded as soon as we're done recording this podcast. But I think that's going to do it for myself, J.D. Coster, Jack David, and Matt Corey. We'll see you guys next time. Have a great day.